All right, it is on. So before we begin, I'll just state for the record that today is February 25th, 2020. And my name is Ben Bauman. I'm here with Bill Frazier in his home in Muncie, Indiana. And we are doing an interview for the Indiana Oral History Initiative. Um, so to begin, could you tell me when and where you were born? Yeah, I was born on November the 8th, 1936 at the Ball Memorial Hospital where my mother was a registered nurse at the time. Mm, okay. And our residence was in Albany, Indiana. Oh, okay. So that's as far as the hometown was concerned. Yeah, the okay. hospital obviously is in Muncie, so right. that's where I was born. Okay. Uh, what were your parents' names? Uh, my mother's name was Dorothy Alice Schellenbarger Frazier, mm -hmm. and my father's name was Francis Aaron Frazier. Okay. Um, and where was your family from originally? Uh, how long have they been in Indiana, for example? Well, since the 1700s. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So we've... Uh, We've got a family history that goes back to about 1,000. Well, I think 530 is the oldest records that we can find. Mm -hmm. Sure. We came out of the Cherbourg portion of France. Ah, okay. And from migrated from there up into Scotland. Yeah. And then from Scotland here to the United States. Wow. Yeah. And they were basically come into the East Coast like most immigrants of that time. Sure. You know, probably the 1600s. And, right. And uh, yeah. wound up in North Carolina. And they were Quakers, as far as the religion was concerned, and very much opposed to slavery. So they didn't stay that long in the Carolinas, and they migrated then to Indiana. Wow. OK. And, Participated in the Underground Railroad. Wow! Uh, the black people from out of the South up through Randolph County and uh, up into Canada for refuge. And, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Um, what were your parents' occupations? My dad was basically raised on a farm, but he was a businessman. He ran a parts distributing company, Auto Parts, oh, okay. back in the uh, late 20s and through the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, up until his death, and uh, had an auto parts distributing company. Oh, okay. Covered most of eastern Indiana. Interesting. From uh, headquartered in Albany. Yeah. My mother was, a, of course, a housewife and a had mother of three children and a registered nurse working at Ball Memorial Hospital. Oh, okay. Wow. And helped in the business as well back in the early days. Wow, okay. Uh, do you have any siblings? Yes, I have a brother named John A. Frazier. He lives in Florida and he's retired. And then I have a sister, Mary Alice uh, Frazier Ellison, surname. She has a uh, kind of a hotel uh, restaurant combination in West Point, Kentucky, just east of Fort Knox. Okay. And she's retired now, of course. Right. Mm -hmm. 
And then I have one deceased brother who died as an infant, David Allen Frazier. Okay. His name. Interesting. Okay. How would you describe your childhood? This house? Uh, your childhood? Oh, my childhood. Yeah. Oh, I had a wonderful childhood. Yeah, the great, you know, storybook parents. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, you couldn't ask for anything nicer than my parents. Yeah. And I'm fortunate to have good grandparents. We spent a lot of time with them. Uh, very Christian-based people. Mm -hmm. My grandmother's father, William Schellenberger, was a devout Christian man who spent a lot of counseling with his neighbors. I can remember that as a child. And uh, just have, had good uncles, aunts. No real vices that I'm aware of. My granddad did chew tobacco. Okay. <laughs> but as far as any problems with sure. the wall or anything like that, they, we'd never uh, been into those situations right. as a family. Sure. That I'm very grateful for. Yeah, absolutely. Um, who would you say was the most influential person in your childhood? Well, probably my mother and my father. Yeah, okay. Um, for sure and uh, grandparents, as I indicated earlier. Yeah. You know, they were uh, good, solid people and uh, knew the correct values of to, as mankind should follow and biblically based. So, right. Uh, they, uh, pretty hard to go wrong when you got a foundation like that. Of so course. Those, yeah. those are my most uh, influential yeah. people that I've been around. I had a lot of contacts with family, uncles and aunts and so forth. Okay, great. Uh, what understanding, if any, did you have about your family's political beliefs as a child? Well, not we weren't a so-called political family back okay. in my, when we grew up. You know, the World War II was a big, big deal. Right. And, uh, I, uh, We've, I lost a second or third cousin or two in the second war. I remember going to their funeral. Um, so basically, uh, I had no family. Well, my great-grandfather was a Republican, either a county councilman or a commissioner in Blackford County, just north of here. Mm -hmm. okay. <clears throat> and I remember him. He, I was 10 years old when he passed away. So I was fortunate to be able to know uh, three of my great-grandparents on wow. the Frazier side. Yeah, remember, wow, that's amazing. remember them well. Yeah, that's very Back rare. in those days, uh, the old folks would stay with the children for a month. Right, okay. And then move along to the next sibling or child that mm -hmm. helped look after them before the days of nursing homes and so forth. Ah, uh, okay. So yeah. that's the way it was back in the 20s and 30s right. when I grew up, and even the 40s. And the old folks would spend time with you, so we get to know our great-grandparents there pretty well. Yeah. And we, my folks took their turn of looking after my great-grandmother. Wow, that's very cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, what schools did you attend as a child and as a teenager? Yeah, Albany High School, of course, a grade school. All okay. 12 years back in those days in the same building. Okay. And uh, 
that's basically it in a little town of Albany over here. Oh, okay, sure. Just northeast of Muncie. Um, how would you describe your educational experiences there? Well, I wasn't what you would call a, probably a very studious student. Okay. Uh, I was more interested in being on the farm and yeah. studying in school. And sure. I have gotten a couple college degrees though in my yeah, okay. later years, but sure. uh, I'm a strong believer in education. Uh, like I said, my wife and I have a foundation where we provide scholarships for high school students that wants to go on to college for studying nursing, farming, whatever they want to study, we help provide some financial support to them. Okay. We have several nurses, and we've right. been doing that for more than 25 years, yeah. I guess. And right. Called the Fraser Foundation. Oh, okay, excellent! Yeah. Wow, that's neat. So anyway, that uh, the high school part, uh, I, I could have always could have done better, I'm sure, if I applied myself more. But uh, we've been fairly reasonably successful, I guess, and might have been more so had we worked a little harder in school. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. But we were able to get through and get through college and all, so. Yeah, yeah, it worked out. A lot of patience from the part of the teachers, too. <laughs> and we have some good teachers, too. I can call every teacher I've had by name, I remember, so they did make an impression on you. Okay, yeah. Back in those days, we had, uh, we had prayer in, in public school and, mm -hmm. A lot of things that is, I guess is not uh, allowed today. Right, sure. So very patriotic, you know, the pledge and all those things. That, uh, yeah. I'm not sure they're doing all that in public schools. Right, yeah. They do in private and Christian schools. My, sure. We sent our kids to a school called Heritage Hall here in Muncie. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. And uh, they've been very successful. And yeah their lives and That's through great. college. And my son uh, graduated from Heritage Hall and went on to Purdue and got with honors there and received his master's degree in engineering wow. and aviation. He's a certified flight instructor now and, wow, okay. and has an airport or an air it's an ATP, Air Transport Certificate, to fly. Wow, that's great. Which is the PhD for flying. Yeah, well how? I have a commercial license, he said he had to outdo me. Okay, He's <laughs> naturally. Okay. ATP, yeah. yeah. And he teaches people to fly airplanes. So. Oh, that's great. And the other son works for Eli Lilly. He was on a nuclear submarine in the Navy and an aircraft wow. carrier, so wow. he did pretty well coming out of the... Yeah. Sounds like it. So-called, they're not really private schools, but sure. Christian-based schools, yeah. high schools. That's amazing. And our youngest daughter is a pediatrics intensive care specialist, uh, does neonatal wow. work, and she has her master's degree there. And yeah. And the other daughter is runs a very successful construction business. Okay. And with her son. Amazing. So, so the kids turned out pretty well. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. That's really impressive. And what are your kids' names? Uh, the oldest is Annette, uh, mm -hmm. Joan Annette Steen, 
and she's the one that's in the building business. Okay. And the next daughter is Susan Carol Hargis. She's uh, the, the medical person. And then the oldest son is William Nicholas. He's the guy that works for Eli Lilly. And the other son's William Michael Frazier. He's the engineer and sure, okay. airline pilot. No, doesn't yeah. work for the airlines, but he's, that's what he's rating for. Right. Okay, great. And a flight instructor. That's what he, and he's helping me do the farm. I'm not able to oh, do okay. that anymore. Of course. So. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay, interesting. Um, so when you were in school, did you have any favorite subjects at all? or? Well, not really. I guess recess is probably recess. My okay. Yeah, <laughs> I can understand that. But no, we. Uh, I, I had some. We had some very good teachers at in our high school. And, yeah. Um, it was a small group. I think my class was like, might have been twelve or thir oh. fourteen wow. students yeah. in my graduating yeah. class. Yeah. So very and, small. Uh, yeah, we had people uh, very dedicated and uh, principal teachers mm -hmm. and uh, again we could have if I'd applied myself more in high school and there I would have probably had a little easier time in college sure. and all but okay. we, we made it we got through our yeah work. seems like it yeah were you involved in any extracurricular activities oh yeah I played basketball and ran track oh okay wow we didn't have a track team per se and cross-country team in, in Albany so I participated with the Muncie Central High School in Muncie. Okay. I was able to run cross country meets with them. Yeah. So great. I didn't do baseball. I was always on the farm in the spring. Right. Yeah. Makes working sense. in the Okay. Um, so as a child, what were your views about the state of Indiana or about being a Hoosier? Oh, not much. I no never gave it a lot of thought, you know, you're interested in growing up during right. your thing which sure. mine was working at the farm and right naturally uh, yeah that type of thing never really got in politics at all to like uh, after we got were married and, and uh, got to earning some money and realized that the tax burden was pretty excessive especially yeah. real estate taxes because I did own some farmland Right. And okay. it just kept increasing all the time. and Yeah. So that's what really pr pr prompted me to get into politics. And sure. Try to revise the tax system in this state. Right, right. Which we finally got that some tax relief done with Promotus Bowen and Ed mm -hmm. Whitcomb and uh, some of the governors and some of the people in the legislature were interested in doing it. And, Finally got that accomplished, but yeah. they're still uh, pretty rough to make it on the farm today with the tax bill and sure. all the other yeah. difficulties you have just making ends meet. Right. Trying to raise stock, livestock, and yeah. grain, grain farming. A lot of work. A lot of challenges. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so where did you attend college? Uh, I went. Uh, I went right into the military right after okay. high school. Okay. And uh, took some classes at the University of North Carolina okay. while I was there. Interesting. And uh, a couple small colleges around the area in Fort Bragg. Okay. Campbell College and so forth, and then came back and you know, went to Ball State. 
graduated from there, and then I've attended Purdue. Got several hours of study at Purdue. Oh, okay, great. I don't have a degree from there, but right. I enjoy. Yeah. I still go to class when I get a chance, and nice. whenever there's yeah. things offered for farmers or whatever, I I try to sure take time to make a ten. Yeah, it's a yeah. little far from here to the Purdue yeah. campus. True. Pretty good drive, but uh, yeah. Good weather to fly the airplane over there. And yeah, saves a little time. That's right. That's true. Yeah, it gives me an excuse to fly. Yeah, yeah, a little bit faster that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's great though that you still yeah go to class. Oh yeah. So yeah. I was matter of fact I was in a class not well maybe a year ago or so okay. relative to livestock and so forth yeah. marketing and so I stay try to stay up to date. Yeah. Right. That's fantastic. Uh, what was your degree in from Ball State? Just general studies. Okay, general yeah, studies. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Purdue, I studied agriculture economics, basically. Okay. Worked with some real sharp professors up there. My son still, uh, of course, he has his master's from Purdue in engineering, but he's working closely with the uh, animal departments up there, the veterinary parts sure. and, uh, and uh, animal husbandry, that mm -hmm. type of thing. On, we feed uh, and raise uh, black Angus brood, oh, okay. brood cows. Yeah. Okay. So, interesting. If you got time, I'll take you down to the farm. That could be interesting. Yeah, it depends. Yeah. yeah. But I, that would be fun to see. So that's what we do, and then we're staying in touch with the schools. And he works with two or three of the universities. I think he's working with one out in maybe Illinois and Nebraska and other places that are doing studies mm -hmm. on what we do at the farm. Right, Never sure. I'm glad to have the participation of farmers. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's great. Um, so when you graduated with, from Ball State, were you playing then going back to the farm and working? That was, oh, yeah, that was your goal, right? Yes, uh -huh. Were you involved in any extracurricular activities at Ball State at all? No, no, no we were okay. basically, I was in the mobile home community business. We built uh, commonly known trailer parks, that type of thing. And I sold uh, mobile homes to the general public okay. several years. Right. And that's what I did to okay. earn the bulk of our income. Sure. Because we sure didn't earn it from farming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a tough, tough road. Yeah, out. I understand. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, how did you view your college experiences? Say that again. How did you view your college experiences? Oh, college? Uh, well, I was, it was interesting. Uh, you know, I, I spent a little time in a dorm in, in the Carolinas. I didn't appreciate that. It was pretty rough. Okay. You know, there was a lot of you know, just confusion, things that just annoyed yeah. people. I was a little older, too. Okay, so, sure. You know, and being a, yeah. Sergeant and the paratrooper in the army was a little tough. Yeah, it's to a little bit of adjustment. Put up with the young college kids. Young yeah. Kids, you know? Yeah. No, I, I totally get that. I can I can see yeah. that. So that, I didn't have a traditional college experience. I right. guess you might say. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, in what ways did your awareness of politics change as you got older? Well, it was again the onset was the fact that we were being taxed like excessively and right real estate and we needed to readjust a lot of the burden for 
taxes uh, was because of schools, education, a lot of it was placed on real estate. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, uh, I felt that it ought to be more evenly distributed, you know, it wasn't just farmers that went to school. Right, of course. So we had a lot of people, you know, that worked other places. And, yeah. And uh, I wanted them to kind of share the burden, so we yeah. tried to shift it around. Had a sales tax, which I wasn't really supportive of, but mm -hmm. they enacted that. And Okay. So that was the that, that was my prime motiv motivation to get into right. politics. Okay. And were your parents supportive of that? Oh yes, but then they were again. I'd had you know a family and was more or less growing up by that point. You know. Right. Of course. So they didn't uh, didn't object to it. I'm right. not sure they were that happy about it because I. Funded most of my campaigns myself. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. And that was uh, that's expensive. Yeah, financial risks involved. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So after high school and college, is that when you got into the mobile home business as well as you're doing farming? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you know, to help support my agricultural enterprise. I yeah. Okay. Do something else. Right. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so when did you get married? In 1956. Okay. And remind me, what's your wife's name? Joan. Joan, okay. Yeah, she's a honor graduate from Ball State. Oh, okay. Top school. Oh, fantastic. So she's kind of the brains of the family. Yeah, know? okay. And she helped me in the businesses and yeah. ran the office, that type of thing. Sure. Computer. Yeah, and she great. was my co-pilot, too, in an airplane a lot. Oh wow, that's so, great. Until she got problems with this neurological issue she has. Sure, yeah. Has to have nursing care now around the clock. So. Right, right, yeah. Uh, let's see. Did your family have an influence um, in your politics at all? Like were your children in did they have an interest in you when you were in not, general? Not, not really. They never okay. pushed it one way or the other. But they were, I would say, you'd classify them under the conservative umbrella. Sure. Um, again, being a lot of this biblically based, that's uh, a mm -hmm. lot of the foundation. And, right. You know, being issues like the abortion thing and a lot sure. of it the more liberal, progressive type issues of the day is right. not something they supported at all. Right, yeah. My so, mother, you know, being a nurse and then of course, yeah. trying Makes to sense. preserve life rather than yes, right. it out. <laughs> yeah, I can see where they would get that out yeah, yeah. So, But now they didn't, what you say, push me one way or the other. Okay. They gave me some good support. Yeah. Um, Let's see, did you have any national political heroes or state or local political heroes? Well, I've worked, uh, I've met most of the presidents since Harry Truman. Oh, okay. And uh, not all of them, but most. Yeah. And actually worked with Ronald Reagan. We've got a lot of video, him and I, together. And okay. Yeah. And, uh, which I'll have available at some point. And yeah. You might have an interest in that. That would be very interesting, yeah. That's... And if I had someone to run my computer, I could show you something. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting between he and 
George Bush Sr. Right. In a couple of meetings we had. And, yeah. Yeah, and I worked with him basically on Star Wars. Right. That's why I read. I helped uh, promote that. Yeah. So with a couple of the generals and sing along. Yeah. So yeah, that's that very interesting. So I've been in the White House a lot. Yeah, you must have been. Yeah. yeah. That Ford, and Nixon, and, uh -huh. and then the latest connection I had is Trump's uh, people uh -huh. gave me a call a couple years ago. Oh, really? Wanted me to do some projects with them. And, wow. But with my wife's condition and all, and right. we decided to yeah, stick around here. That's hard, yeah. Because I've already had the White House experience. You know, yeah, that's true. It sounds like you've yeah. been there quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, I've been, we've been to Capitol a lot. We've met some interesting characters up there, believe me. I yeah. can only imagine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I bet. I bet you have. Wow. Let's see, so... And back to politics, you know, mm -hmm. we've been uh, nominated for Congress. Uh, I've kind of lost track several times. Right. And was never able to beat the incumbent, uh, uh, my old buddy Phil Sharp. Okay. <laughs> I won the several primaries over a lot of the Republican opposition that mm -hmm. didn't bode well. I think some of those people didn't vote for me or voted for Phil Sharp in the <laughs> fall elections. Yeah, okay. Came close a time or two, but that don't count in politics. That's true. That's right. Yeah. Either win or lose. Yeah. Spent a lot of money, and I met a lot of good people over the time. You know, had a lot of support. You know. mm -hmm. Throughout, won a lot of counties. You know, there were 10, 12, 15 counties in a congressional district. Right. Like right now, this 6th district runs from here, from Delaware mm -hmm. County, clear to the Ohio River. Okay. To give you an idea of how large the yeah, districts are. Yeah, that's pretty big. Um. We had some interesting debates. Okay. So forth, yeah. Yeah, I bet you did, yeah. As a matter of fact, in, in 2000, I lost the primary, well, I lost the general election to uh, Mike Pence because I ran as an independent. Okay, yeah. And so I was an independent, Mike was the Republican, and mm -hmm. Rock from Anderson, the lawyer from there, was a Democrat. Right. And Mike came out real good. He got 52% of the vote, I think, which was good. Yeah, that's a lot, yeah. So anyway, that's a little yeah, niche in history there. That is interesting, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And we're good friends. Matter of fact, I've got a recording I'll play for you in a little bit here. Oh, okay. Yeah. If I can find someone to run my computer. <laughs> yeah, and I understand. <laughs> yeah, we're good friends and no animosities at all. Yeah, wow, okay. But I, my big, the big reason that I ran for an independent is over the issue of NAFTA. Oh, okay. We all hear a lot about NAFTA, yep. see? Yeah. And finally, Trump has done something about it. Mm -hmm. And I was very much opposed to that because I could see what it did to the workforce in East Central Indiana. Right, right. The factories just, well, we've lost them all. Yeah. They all moved yep. to Mexico or That's right. China. Yeah. Yeah. And that really hurt a lot of acquaintances that I had. Oh, I bet. Yeah, because of 
good paying jobs were gone. Sure. So, and it was a very unfair arrangement that we had early on. Some of the farmers even liked it, but I never thought it was a fair trade agreement right. in its original form. Yeah. And Trump has adjusted that mm -hmm. to where it's equitable now sure. to both sides. So yeah. we really were taking it on the chin that the United States was and right. the unfair trade practices. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm an avid, very avid supporter of Trump. Mm -hmm. Sure. And uh, doing everything I can to get him reelected. Right. Yeah. He's doing what I wanted to do. Yeah. Well, running yeah. for Congress. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That makes sense. Absolutely. Um, when you were running your campaign for. The General Assembly, did you have a particular strategy at all? Or? No, not really. Obviously not one that was successful because I didn't win. Oh. Well, the general election. You know, right, I, the general election. I won primaries. Right. You know, I won not every primary, mm -hmm. but almost every primary that I really put an effort in mm -hmm. uh, to get the nomination. Right, of course. So that's where I got acquainted with a lot of people in national politics was the yeah. fact that I was a congressional nominee. And, right. And when it came to the state legislature, mm -hmm. did you have a strategy at all for that? When you Not really. Just uh, worked hard and got my name out and, and uh, had a lot of help. The Ball family was very helpful to, in helping me with my campaign and yeah. helping mailings and a lot sure. of people that uh, in in this community as well as others. Right, and okay. Hancock County down, you know, in Rush County and some of the counties I'd never lost a race, even the general election in. But mm -hmm. of course they were smaller counties. Right. And, and they, yeah. You know, you've got access to all the records, the votes and Yeah. Things. Yeah. Um, who was your main opponent when you're running for the state senate? Well, we had Roger Marsh, who was a good friend of mine. He was, in 1976, was the first year I was nominated. And I was against all of the Republican powers right. in uh, this county and really the state. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so uh, they were opposed to, I didn't have much support with the Republican elite, so to speak, sure. Uh, in early on, okay, and they would come around when they thought you were going to win. <laughs> yeah, it's funny yeah. how that happens. Then everybody's yeah. there. Yeah, there, yeah, with contributions and all. So, but again, I funded most of the races. The majority of it, I we paid. My wife and I paid her. Right. Use her own money. Yeah. TV ads and everything. Yeah. Yeah, big investment. Yeah, and that's probably all public record too. If you look at it. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, what was your first election day like for the state senate? Oh well, it was interesting. You know, here was a just a young guy that uh, had never been, you know, serving in that. That's the first elective office. Yeah. I was precinct committeeman in that local. 
Uh, I've forgotten your last question now. Oh, that's okay. We were talking about uh, your first election day. Mm -hmm. uh, how did you feel? Were you optimistic about winning the election? Well, yeah, I thought we had a real good chance. We had, uh, let's see, well, in the general election, it was, I was running against a, like a 30-year incumbent. Okay. From, yeah. uh, he lived in Wells County, up okay. in a little town up by Bluffton. Yeah. Which really, I mean, I had, I was from here, the large county, you know, mm -hmm. with the votes. So people tend to kind of support the local guy. Sure, sure. And that's basically probably why I won that one. Yeah. Going away. I'm not, I don't remember whether I won Wells County or not. Right. I may okay. not have because, but it was so small compared to right. Randolph and Delaware yeah. and Jay where I was born and raised. Sure, sure. So that gave me a little advantage there. Yeah, that makes sense. And, uh, but you do things and you would always do them a little differently than you did at the time. But that's hindsight. Yeah, so, okay. But no, we got elected and then I ran for re-election and got beat by another college professor. Bob Park was a Okay. Democrat from Ball State. So wow. I, haven't, I haven't had very good luck with running against college professors. Yeah, yes. yeah, <laughs> sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's been tough. Yeah. Um, what were you thinking when you walked into the State House your first day? Well, I'd been there before, you know, okay. for different things. Right. Was it uh, different since not you really, had been elected? No, it wasn't or? overwhelming at all. Okay, sure. Of course, I'd been. You know, through the White House. Yeah, yeah. Been through the Capitol building in yeah. Washington. And it's been around quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. And been to some, let's see, I had, did I have a, uh, I don't know whether I had an inauguration under my belt that particular time or not, but we've been to a couple of inaugurations, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nixon and yeah. stuff. And That's interesting. Okay. In the same way with the, State House, you know, the governors. And mm -hmm. that, that's when we had primaries instead of convention. We had conventions that nominated state candidates. And, right. And we still do to a point, but now it's a direct primary, you know, okay. for the big office. Yeah. So that was always kind of exciting. So yeah, I, right. I've been that's exposed fine. to that crowd, you know, earlier. And right. Yeah, that's neat. I okay. can't say it was overwhelming, but sure. interesting. <laughs> Fair enough. A little different. Yeah, I had I replaced a senator that had died in office, and of course he, the legislature was not in session. Vince Pettinger from Albany okay. had passed away, and so he that became an open seat, and it was for a two-year term. Mm -hmm. So I ran for that and won. That's the one I won. Yeah. Okay. And Charlie Wise ran for a four-year term. The right. joint Senate seat. Okay. And so that's how that came to pass. Yeah. Um, what were your expectations uh, in regards to the legislative process? Oh, I thought I could get a lot more done, believe okay. me. Yeah. And I just went through, you copied all the things that I yeah. got involved with, yeah. which to me was just common sense. Right. But being pretty, uh, being a novice and kind of naive, you know, I thought everybody was 
you know, the, I thought the platform meant what it said. Yeah. That was a rude awakening. Yeah, a lot more complicated, yeah. Yeah, there, well, yeah. platform is trying to get votes and win elections, and mm -hmm. they don't necessarily stay with uh, what they say. Right. Uh, my yeah. old buddy, Dan Burton, who spent a career, and of course he had a very safe congressional seat for many years, and he was always telling me that he just, his belly said, you tell people what they want to know and don't worry about it and do what you want to do when you get in. I said, hey, Dan, that's, from where I come from, that's not totally honest. Yeah. He said, well, this is politics. I said, well, I don't see any different in my yeah. book. Sure. And that's where some of my Senate colleagues wound up in federal prison for the same reason. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Phil Gutman, Senate Majority Leader, and Chip Edwards, lawyer from Newcastle, and okay. a couple others, a couple from Northwestern Indiana. Yeah. And that was a sad, sad deal. They were involved in things that, when they ran that proposition past me, I said, hey, you guys are lawyers and this is fine, but to me it's if nothing is dishonest, mm -hmm. if not illegal. Yeah, sure. At the time, but I, I don't want any part of it. So, yeah. And I, I wouldn't participate. Yeah. And then the legislation they were trying to sell vote basically is what it would boil down to. It was right. dishonest. So yeah, yeah. It was pretty clear cut in my book. Yeah, yeah, it's smart that you so I stayed said, away from that. Yeah. Thanks, but no thanks. And right. Unfortunately, they wound up in losing their law license. And yeah. Wound up serving time in jail. Wow. I don't know whether you looked into that or not. Um, I I think I've heard a little bit about it, but uh, yeah, not not as much. Yeah. yeah. How did you learn the ins and outs of state politics? Probably didn't learn it too well or well enough. And yeah. That's why, you know, I wasn't any more successful in working with the party people and. A lot of it is um, self-interest. A lot of people are in it for different reasons than I was in it for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I wanted to align the tax structure in the state, mm -hmm. which Otis Bowen and others after me got done finally. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it needs to be redone again the way it looks. Sure. We're getting killed out here on taxes. Yeah. On property taxes. Wow. So I didn't learn it well enough, apparently, and um, you know the, the old saying, you know, go along to get along. I never subscribed to that philosophy, mm -hmm. but which is not good if you want to have longevity in politics. Yeah, that's right. So it can be a rough business. So. Uh, that's right. So that's the way I played the game, and some of my friends said, "Bill, you're too honest to be in politics." Yeah. <laughs> So I took that as a compliment. Sure, yeah, I mean, yeah, why not? Yeah. Kept me out of office probably, but that's all right. Yeah. A lot of it's self-serving. A lot of people are wanting to have personal gain from doing it. Yeah, it's, it, that does seem problem. to be the case, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 Another reason I'm a strong supporter of Trump, mm -hmm. I mean, he doesn't need to work. Mm -hmm. True. And he has definite goals in mind. Mm -hmm. Reforming NAFTA, and, right? And he's made a lot of promises. 
and he's kept most of them, if mm -hmm. not all. So that's why I'm a, that he's doing what I tried to do. Uh, did you have any political mentors in the state assembly? Anyone help you out when you first? Uh... Well, not really. I had to make a speech and the first day I was in the Senate to uh, memorialize my predecessor, Vince Pittenger. Okay, yeah. Uh, my, wow. old, my old buddy Dan Burton, he helped me write a few comments down, which was helpful. <laughs> yeah, I bet, yeah. The, you know, to get out and speak like that. Yeah, that's, that's hard. I assume that's recorded. I don't know what I said, but the family appreciated it, you know, yeah. the Pettinger family. And right. Of course, we went to the same church. And yeah, he was okay. a Ford dealer there in Albany. And okay. Who yeah. I've known, you know, most of my life, so. Sure. Kind of a family friend, too. Yeah. But that, uh, but I wouldn't say that I had anybody that, like some of them that were having ideas that I didn't agree with. Mm -hmm. It's just like I described the group of people that got in trouble over getting paid to pass certain legislation. Yeah, that's crazy. And that, yeah. uh, that didn't fly. Yeah. Yeah, we had some nice meals at uh, St. Elmo's Steakhouse. Oh, okay, yeah. The, the lobby group that was trying to promote that particular thing. Yeah. With these senators, and now I may have just been a farm boy from out here in the country, but uh, I, I did learn many, many years ago right and wrong. You know? Sure. Yeah, that's good. And uh, I didn't put, I didn't delineate any political thing. Right is right, right and wrong is wrong, regardless right. of what. Yeah. Scenario you're in. Sure. Trying to promote. Right. Yeah, you so are. It wasn't tough for me at all. Yeah, it doesn't sound like you were interested in playing the political games. Yep, that's it. Yeah. yeah. And that probably kept me out of office, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which may be a good thing, who knows? Yeah, it is. I probably wouldn't have lasted long in Congress <laughs> anyway from some of these characters that I've met over the years. Sure. And demonstrated on the television in this yeah. last fiasco <laughs> impeachment. Yeah. Yeah. And to have agencies like the FBI and corrupted like that is is really mm -hmm. alarming to me. It's a, when you get corruption like that, that is bad, bad for the country. Hopefully they'll get it straightened out. When it came to your constituents, how did you communicate with them? Oh, very, very much. I had a lot of meetings, you know, like mm -hmm. town hall kind of things. And, yeah. Uh, I had a lot of, uh, back in those days, you had pages that you invited. Okay. And I'd send letters to the schools, and I had more pages probably than anybody ever had. Okay. I'd give the kids a chance to come. Yeah. So that was one. That's great. That yeah. I had. Yeah. Yeah. Neither. And we had clerical help, and it uh, we did a lot of correspondence. Yeah. Uh, what was the first bill you sponsored? I can't remember. It might have been back in those days. We had a lot of these characters that were would start a fire, and then they would shoot at the firemen who came to put the fire out. You know, in the oh cities. My gosh. The riot kind of stuff back yeah. in the sixties. Wow. Mm -hmm. All the radical groups that yeah. were going. 
Wow. And I passed, I put a, a bill in, I forgot who the sponsor, my co-sponsors were. We always tried to get a Democrat to help mm -hmm. you sponsor your bill. Sure. To uh, make a mandatory death penalty for anyone who would kill a policeman or a fireman in the line of duty. Okay. They were literally shooting at these people. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Now, you've surely read about that. I, I think I've heard a little bit. But the yeah. riots way back. Oh, it was yeah. nasty. That's crazy, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, all these people, most of them in the West Coast, but all over the country, radical groups. You know? <laughs> so that was one of them that I put. And I saw that in your list here. Yeah. Of, uh, and I can... And I had some self-serving things, I guess, the mobile home, uh, in the mobile home business, things I knew about that right. would benefit and not really cost any money, sure. but benefit uh, people in that industry, that type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Looking for that list of, uh, yeah, I've got all of my minutes and everything downstairs, but I... Yeah, murder sentence, that was a mandatory for okay. people that shot policemen. Okay. And a lot of them, you know, we get off of that stuff. Here's an income tax rates, I forgot what that was, option taxes, mobile home. I wanted to close mobile home sales on Sunday, like cars. Okay, yeah. Dealers. So that didn't fly. Some of these, and that, I was a big advocate of having people work fines out, that type of thing. Oh, okay. For the county good. Yeah. Other chain gangs, let's put it right. that way. Interesting. You know, instead of having people sit around in jail, uh -huh. all the debris and things along the roadside, like they do in the south. Yeah. Have them out, you know, Cleaning cutting weeds yeah. and picking okay. up trash. And sure. Make it. Uh, wow. Not advantageous to go to jail, right? You know? Right. Because you go to jail, you're going to hard. You put in a hard day's work, right? Not right. necessarily breaking rocks with a sledgehammer. Sure, that's right. But, <laughs> you know, picking, doing things for the good of the community. Yeah, or beneficial. That type of, yeah. yeah, that's what that bill was about. Okay. Uh, let's see. And then this was the Vietnam War, of course, and they. Uh, People parading up and down with the Viet Cong flags, you know, in Washington and mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And so it was a display of foreign flags. Yeah. It was a thing I was, uh, put a bill in for that. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting too. Yeah. That, um, then to help medical school establish at Ball State. Oh, okay. Yeah. Back in those days, uh, the big schools didn't want that. IU. Oh, really? Oh, no. no. Uh, everybody's trying to preserve their own turf. You know? Yeah, okay, that's right. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. that was one that. Uh, then <clears throat> school buildings. I really caught a lot of flack over that one. You know, you get Wendy's and McDonald's and all the real successful places, they don't have a set of plans for each restaurant. Mm -hmm. They have one set. Yeah. And then they build them and the same. Right. And I wanted to do that for schools. Okay. And boy, did the architects and lawyers <laughs> really get upset over that deal. Yeah, okay. 
because they get a huge fee out of this thing. Sure, sure. You know, I said, let's have two, maybe three sets of plans, and you can choose from these mm -hmm. that are already paid for yeah. and build your school. Yeah. Don't start from reinvent the wheel every time you build a schoolhouse. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that would save, that would yeah. have saved millions of right. taxpayer money. Uh-huh. You know, architect fees and sure. so on. You've already yeah. done that once, so That's you don't have idea. to do it yeah. again. Right. And that, that yeah. to me, was very common sense, but that didn't fly. There's a lot of opposition. Yeah, I could, I could see people like, getting oh, upset. Oh, yeah, because, yeah. you know, there's no big architect fees to collect. Right. So that was, uh, that was an interesting one. And uh, police and firemen arbitration, putting a traffic light in my hometown of Albany. Oh, okay. Yeah. Finally got one. Yeah, there you go. We got... Seriously, we got one, two, three now. Okay. Wow. And repairing the curbs and stuff, you know, and sure. on a state highway. Yeah. That kind of thing. So that's kind of constituent service, and that helped the general public. Yeah. Those are the, some of the things that uh, I worked on. That's great. And I sponsored those with a lot of my Democrat buddies down there that uh, co-sponsored them. So. But it was, I was real frustrated on, that's why I decided after this, went through this one term, I wasn't going to even run again. Okay. I finally decided to do it. And uh, probably why I lost, you know, I wasn't that enthused. Sure. It was boring to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, boring is, you can't believe. Right. And I was in a lot of meetings when I was running for Congress with Newt Gingrich. Oh, okay. Old Newt, Mr. Newt. Yeah. <laughs> he's a college professor, too. Yes, right. I know he's got history a history professor. Smart guy, you know. Yeah. And I like Newt, but man, oh man, I couldn't stay awake, you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that was, to me, you know, I, I like to get things done. Mm -hmm. You know, get her done. Don't fool around. You know? Sure. That's the way I was in the military. That's why I got to be a sergeant in yeah. less than two years. Yeah. Makes sense. I was a good soldier. Got the highest ratings you could get. And That's fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Used to train paratroopers. There's my, some of my stuff yeah, up there. I remember reading something about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. That's great. Then on the farm, you know, you get busy. You get, you know, I've accomplished a lot from nothing. You know, I didn't have anything when sure. I started out. Yeah. I came to Muncie, I had $500. Wow. Started my business, <laughs> sold millions of dollars worth. I'll show you my plaques. Okay, where were we? Um, let's see. So we we're talking about your experience and the state assembly. Um, what was the regular interaction like between different members of the Senate? Oh, we. Had, I had some that were a little squeamish on doing things. I mean, I was. Okay. I mean, it didn't wasn't hard for me to take a stand. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. And some of them were more interested in what how's this going to affect you know, my reelection or right. so on and so on. Yeah. And I was the guy that wanted to get the job done sure. and go home. Yeah. Very much opposed to annual sessions of okay. the legislature. Mm -hmm. And that yeah. turned out to be a 
and a lot of the, my colleagues, they wanted the full-time job. I don't even know what they get paid now, do you? Um, I don't, I'm not sure actually. I got 1800 bucks a year. Yeah, I think it's more than that now. Oh, sure. it's thousands. A it's yeah. a full-time job. Yeah, yeah. And they made it that way. There was some in the, in the Senate side that yeah. that's what they wanted to do. Right. They wanted, like the Congress in the United mm -hmm. States, they wanted a full-time job. Sure. And that's what it is now. Yeah. The travel time per diem and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I donated all my money to charity that I made. Oh wow! Eighteen hundred bucks a year. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> so I've never made two cents from yeah. politics. Yeah, whether it be a, a pay, congressional yeah. pay. That's really impressive. And I even one of my campaign issues was I would donate my congressional mm -hmm. salary to my scholarship fund. Yeah. Okay. Uh, kind of mini Trump. Yeah. I'm not in his leg money-wise. Yeah. But at <laughs> so that time, I had some money, you know. Yeah. I don't know what Congress got paid, but I've spent lots of, doubt, you know, skirting a million bucks in my scholarship, so. Sure. And I would have donated all of my salary to, yeah. to, to charity. Yeah. That's great. And I already did that with my, right. my Senate in, in Indianapolis pay. Yeah. And I guess there's a retirement. I might even, I better check into that. I might be entitled to some retirement. Who knows? Could be, at yeah. my age. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Yeah, at least I get the money and put it into my scholarship fund. Sure, sure. Give it away to the kids, so. Yeah, that's fantastic, it really is. <clears throat> um, let's see, what were the interactions like between Democrats and Republicans? Well, not bad, I mean, we, uh, like uh, some of the guy Mayhole from up north, and mm -hmm. you know, a lot of these guys were business people, and we related very well. Sure, it wasn't a you know real cutthroat situation. Right. I mean, I caucused you know with our people, and yeah, we, we were in the majority like it is now. Okay. Yeah. And you know, being a Democrat in the state senate is just well stay home. You know. Right. You can't do anything yeah. if you want to promote something unless you get Republican. That's right. Yeah. Uh, votes to do it. Yeah. So that's I voted pretty well with the as long as I felt like it was a legit thing to do. Mm -hmm. I voted with the party were you, people. Were you friends with any Democrats? Pardon? Were you friends with any of the Democrats? Oh sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, they were they were good people, you know. And of course, most of them were Republicans. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll look through my list here. Sure, okay. It's been a while, right? Yeah. How yeah. long? 60 years? It's, yeah, it's, it's been a long time, yeah. Long time, yeah. Let me see who. Yeah, here's, uh, yeah, Jess Andrews, and he's a big husky guy. John Osberger, he was, one of them was in a wheelchair. I forget who that was. Okay. Barbara from Indianapolis, Bainbridge from up north, he's a Democrat. Uh, Larry Boer, they're Democrats. I'm looking at the Democrats. Bob, yeah, Bill Christie and from Hammond up north. Mm -hmm. And then old Conrad, he was a character from Terre Haute, Vigo County. Martin Edwards was one of the guys that got in trouble. Oh, okay, yeah. From Newcastle. Last Duvall, he was 
you know, just kind of a guy to go along to get along. And there's Bob Fair and Herman Fan Fanning, you know. John Frick, he and I got along good. He was uh, he, he owned an electrical store. Oh, okay. They were business people yeah. like me. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Marshall Kaiser. I think he was the guy from Plymouth. He was a lawyer and a farmer, but he was kind of. I think he was a guy in a wheelchair. And there's old Bernard Conrad. He's a character from from uh, Gary, Indiana. He be a character from from there. Old Bob Mayhole, he was a real promoter. He had a retail luggage store. He sold, okay. He sold suitcases. Nice, okay. Yeah, Bob Mayhole, he was a nice guy. We got along fine. I got along with everybody. Yeah. Yeah, Bob O'Bannon uh, and his dad, Frank, was the governor. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to say, I got that backwards. Anyway, we sponsored some bills together. He's from Corbin. He had the newspaper down there. Mm -hmm. Frank is Bob was the dad, and Frank, his son, became the governor. Oh, okay. And he died in office. Interesting. Yeah, Came yeah, I remember that. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. from Corbin. Good people. And Bob Orr, of course, was the governor from right. Evansville. Jim Pulaski from. Mount Washington, he was a school principal and a farmer. Okay. George Rubin, he's a lawyer from Indianapolis. John Ryan, another attorney down there. He was involved with the banks. Okay. Michigan City. Paul Standish, he was. Uh, did something I forgot what Paul did. I don't know how many of these guys are still in Aldrich. I don't know how many of them are still uh, still living. I think Jim Young was another guy who got in trouble from Franklin Lawyer. Oh, okay. And that scandal. There's four of them. Wow. One yeah. of them ended up committing suicide. Let me think who he was. Yeah, it was an interesting group. Yeah. Old Burton, he was an insurance salesman. Okay, yeah. You ever know him? Meet him? Um, no, I haven't actually. I've been in contact with him, but I haven't been able to schedule an interview yet, so. Yeah. Yep, he's a piece of work, that boy. Mm. Yeah. So you get to understand them and know, because you're pretty tight group, you know, for 61 days. That's how long we met. Yeah, yeah. Every two years. Right. So, which is, I think this still should be that mm way. -hmm. There's not enough to, if there's an emergency, they can always call a special session. Mm -hmm. Sure. But those times are over. Yeah, things change. You know, the old boys wanted to get back to the farms early on. That's why it was set up that way. Right. Originally. Yeah. And transportation was way back was a problem. Right. Getting back and forth. Then the group come along and they could see how 
push, cushy job it was in Washington. Mm -hmm. So that's why they said, we'll just make that the same way in Indianapolis. So they're there all the time, as far as I know, doing committee meetings and yeah. hearings and all that foolishness. Right. Which is a lot of it is foolishness. Mm -hmm. Political maneuvering. Right. Just like the Federal Congress. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Look at the money that they spent on this impeachment stuff. Mm -hmm. So where are we at now? Um, let's see. So in talking about your experiences in the General Assembly, what, what were the differences between members of the House and members of the Senate? Well, we, you know, you have to have, it's set up very similar to the Federal Cong Congress. Mm -hmm. And you yeah. got to have bills that have to be approved of both bodies. Mm -hmm. So we work in conjunction with them closely. Sure. If you wanted to get something accomplished. Right. Of course. Yeah. So uh, now it's so heavily Republican. It's uh, pretty much a party thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anything goes wrong, the Republicans will get the blame, really. Yeah. Which is the way it should be. They're in charge. Sure. What was the process like for you when it came to generating a bill? Well, we had a we had a, a agency called uh, I forgot the name. Legislative of it. Services. Well, yeah, they, yeah. They, you just you give them the ideas, and they have young lawyers and people over there that write them for you. Mm -hmm. You know, put them in the yeah. the right language, right. just like this mandatory murder. That was a pretty serious piece yeah. of legislation. Definitely, yeah, that is. So, that is. Uh, and uh, it was a little too radical for. A lot of them. Yeah, I was surprised and disappointed in some of them that just would not go along with things that made total sense. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it's always it's always been illegal to shoot somebody. Sure. And, but I wanted to make a statement mm -hmm. to yeah. these nut groups out here that were right like starting fires just to get firemen to come to shoot at them. Sure. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah. So. Uh -huh. That was it. So I'd, I'd say uh, we, we, you'd rely on the uh, Legislative Council, I think they call it, and they were right down the hall and mm -hmm. give them some ideas and what you wanted to do and give them a rough draft and write yeah. it out. And that's what I did. Yeah. Okay. Turn it over to them to make it, put all the legalese in it. Right. Made it presentable. Yep. Because I wasn't trained, you know. To right. Oh, yeah. It's a kind of complex process. Yeah, you know. that's true. So yeah. that's how we did it. Yeah. Wasn't a big deal. You had to move along. You know, 61 days wasn't very long. Sure. Yeah, it's true. That's yeah, not a lot of time. No. Yeah. How did you get support for your bills? I'd just, I'd go around and strong arm them, you know, to sure. say, hey, yeah. just help me out here. Do this. And yeah. Some of them would do it and some of them would leave and not vote. Okay. Walk yeah. out in the hall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't want to take a stand. That's right. Yeah. Play the yeah. political games. Yeah. Yep. I voted on all mine. I voted them. You know, whenever the vote come up. And sure. I missed some because I was invited to the inauguration with Nixon. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, took a train out there, and I missed. I got permission from the lieutenant governor, who was president of the Senate. To, mm -hmm be absent because they didn't need my vote anyway. Right. We had enough. Yeah. A majority. And sure, of course. So I missed some votes on that. Mm -hmm. uh, do you know anything about how 
legislative business was conducted outside of formal votes and committees? Well, or? it's like I told you, some of this stuff that they want me to get involved with, mm -hmm. uh, I'm no part of it. Yeah. So, I mean, like I say, I've had some nice meals at St. Elmo's. Right. <laughs> which didn't influence me. Yeah, one yeah. One or another. So, it's black and white issues as far as I can see. Sure. Yeah. So that's uh, what goes on. Okay. A lot of lobbying, you know. And lobbyists yeah. are helpful. Yeah. You know, they give you a lot of information. They know their subject quite well. Right, of course. And if you look at it in terms of being very objective, mm -hmm. and I was always glad to get the information. Yeah. yeah. To help make a decision. Oh, of course, yeah. That's helpful. And they do their best to influence you, and short of, you know, giving you cash money. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's and right. The ones that took that wound up in jail, which they should have. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the bottom line. Right. S simply put. Yeah. I've got all kinds of stuff. Matter of fact, when he was picked to be vice president, the New York Times sent a guy, young guy like you, uh -huh. out here, and I knew right away what he was after. <laughs> yeah. Was, see, I reported, I debated Pence heavy on that. Ah, okay. On that NAFTA thing. Yeah. Because he was supportive. Yeah. And that's all we disagreed on. Everything right. else, you know, pro-life, that stuff was sure. both the same. And so he sent this, this New York Times sent this kid out here, and he was looking for anything he could get to jeopardize Pence's okay. opportunity. Yeah. So I gave him a nice meal and sent him on his way. Yeah. I've got all that stuff. Yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah, that is interesting. I've got it all down there in my files. <laughs> were you surprised at all when he was picked to be vice president, or were you? Yes, no, not really. Okay, so he was kind of in the loop of the same level as Quail. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't surprised that you know, a president don't want somebody that's really notable like a Cruz. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's right. Trump. You know, he was. Yeah. Almost equal, you know. Yeah, right. But I don't yeah. think anybody's equal to Trump. Mm-hmm. You know, and right now he definitely yeah. seems he's, the figurehead no, for sure. Old man. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't need any help one with from a vice yeah. president or anybody. No, it doesn't appear like. Yeah, he's. Yeah. yeah. I just he's going to be a hard act to follow. Yeah, he's pretty dominant. He gets yeah. he gets elect reelected, and, and I don't know whether Pence is. I, mean, I know he's, he wants to be president, but. Yeah. I don't know. He's going to have his hands full. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anybody is. Definitely, yeah. I mean, it's, it is. Because yeah. Trump's black is black, white is white. Right. Uh, That's no, true. Yeah. No, no in between. Yeah. He's a deal maker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, did party leadership have any role in influencing people? No, oh, they tried to. That's probably what I was not cooperative with. Okay. In their view, yeah, and that's basically the people that have raised the big bucks mm -hmm. money, because okay. that's the whole thing. It just costs right. so much money to run. Yeah. Okay. You know, you're talking. Look at this Bloomberg guy. Sure. And you can influence a lot of people with that kind of money. Yeah, it is. That is uh, a good example. People don't pay any attention. They're interested in putting food on the table for their family. Right. And, you know, their daily living yep. thing and right. politics is way out here and yeah. not one of their major concerns. Right. It should be, but it isn't. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yep. 
Um, what would you say the public does not know about the Indiana General Assembly and how it operates? Well, I don't really would have any idea of what okay. is, is um, the Indianapolis media was they policed it pretty close. They did. I don't know what they're doing now, mm -hmm. but uh, that's that's what I'm real concerned about. You know, the local press and uh, newspapers, radio, and so mm -hmm. on. It's just not something that. Uh, those media companies seem to be able to do much anymore. Mm -hmm. Their news arms and right. and that some of it was very fair and some of it was not fair. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially the national media got so one-sided to the progressive side that mm -hmm. it's just not credible, and that's not a good thing for the country. That bothers me a lot. Yeah, it seems like you know, media organizations have become very focused on agendas. Oh, they have yeah. their own agenda, and that's yeah. what, you know, all you got to do is go to the meetings, and this is what the guy said, and put it that way. Yeah. Oh, well, they, you wouldn't believe the stuff that they've slanted against me. Yeah. I've got newspapers. I'm gonna publish all that. Yeah, something. sure. That, it, that, no question about it cost me some elections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically the local newspaper. You get yeah. some real. Well, one reporter I know they got. He got fired over what he was trying to do for me, which was just totally dishonest. Yeah. Wow. Reporting untruth things yeah. that wasn't true. Because yeah. I funded a lot of my own elections. Yeah. And they were putting in articles that just weren't true at all. Yeah. And then that's when I would debate Phil Sharp, I took TV, my own cameras and everything with it. They wouldn't report that at all. Mm-hmm. Is it because he wouldn't re debate me? He just yeah. refused one time we did, and I took it to the newspaper and I said, hey, here's here's the tape, this is what I said, here's what he said, Yeah. and they still didn't publish it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all the jaw, and one instance is where I've got to try to find my canceled checks and so forth. Okay. I put an ad in the newspaper uh, of the jobs lost. Okay. Because of NAFTA and Eastern Indiana. Yeah. And the editor actually rewrote my political ad mm -hmm. to let make it less damaging to Phil Sharp. Yeah. Wow. In my ad. Wow. And so the ad was not what I wrote at all. Right. Changed my. That's. Yeah, can you believe that? That's really strange, yeah. Dude, that's, so I called them up, I said, hey, I want my money back for that ad, and they gave yeah. me my money back. Yeah, makes sense, but, I mean, that's, but that's crazy. But the damage was already done, you know. Right, yeah. Oh, it was unreal. I think I've got a copy of that little card I used to show you the jobs that's been lost. And yeah. Due to the NAFTA and wow. Phil Sharp's support of these mm -hmm. things. So that's, I've had a lot of personal experience with this stuff. Yeah, sounds like it has. Oh yeah, it's a nasty business. Yeah. So that's why the news people just, you know, I don't, I listen to Limbaugh and I listen to mm -hmm. Fox. Sure. <clears throat> sort it out because the other people don't tell the truth and that's sad, mm -hmm. not good.
No, I mean, if the guy's wrong, if Trump's wrong, put it out there. Let mm -hmm. the people decide. Sure. Yeah. He's not always right. Mm -hmm. so, or correct on these statistics. Yeah. So. Yeah. And a lot of people, they're busy with their own lives. They're not going to take time to. That's the job of the newspaper. Right. In my view. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They should. So I've been, uh, I'll give you another story. Okay. Uh, the Republicans, this was in, I was running against a guy in the primary called McIntosh. He could became a congressman. Mm -hmm. And then he wanted to run for governor and he got Trump there. Anyway, I got a list, a mailing list, from the Republican State Committee. Okay. To, and I sent my, they were going to put the addresses on my political material to mail out. Mm -hmm. And because we had checks around to know whether it was got mailed or not. Anyway, the bottom line is I paid him the postage. I gave several thousands of dollars, you know, for postage. And they were going to mail those for me. Mm -hmm. They got mailed all right, right into the dumpster. Oh my gosh. Wow. And in politics, you know, in private business, I'd have sued them. Yeah, yeah. Politics, you know. Yeah. I just got my money back. I did get my money back from the newspaper here. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's where my brochures went. Okay. And that was a real close race. I, and, and he won. Of course, it was a sure thing in the district. Right. Republican district. And, uh, I forget what year that was. Uh, that was after 2000 when I ran in the primary against him. Yeah. So that's that's a little dirty tricks so on the Republican side. Yeah, interesting. That is very interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know who the state chairman was at that time, but they were all in bed for about McIntosh, you know. They, mm -hmm. So that's a little <laughs> okay. tidbit there for you. How did your uh, legislative service or political life affect your family, if at all? Not now. Okay. I haven't changed my standard of living. That's where you don't want to do it. Right. A lot of friends of mine have run mm -hmm. and actually went broke. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Spending, wow. Spending money they didn't have. And, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Be careful about that. Yeah. Wow. So, no, if you don't change your standard of living and all that, that's a good thing. Yeah. That's what I always tried to do. Sure. Um, and they were with me most of the time, you know, they would go. Yeah, okay. That's my wife good. wasn't that fired up about it. She didn't. Yeah. Because they, they didn't treat her decent, you know. Yeah, it's, it's hard, yeah. When, you're, when that's going on. Oh, yeah. The other side, you know scowl at you know i cared less myself but i yeah. didn't like for her to be mistreated yeah that's that's too bad treated yeah. rudely yeah it's terrible <laughs> oh it happens like i say it's a nasty business yeah that's why a lot of good people don't do it yeah yeah well what were the most controversial legislative issues during your time in the assembly well i've Really, I don't can't think of any that in my time that was really 
pack the state house, you know, like mm -hmm. my friend up in Wisconsin. Yeah. That governor, you know, and the okay. stuff that he got into. Yeah. So I don't know that I could hang my hat on anything particular that would be really where you'd have people carrying signs and so on. Sure. Cost so much of mine was uh, to me just common sense. Yeah. I mean, who wants to protest against killing of a policeman or a fireman? Right, right. In the light of duty, those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, what piece of legislation that you worked on took the most of your time? Well, 61 days, there wasn't much time okay. to work on things, so. So they're all equal then, I guess, in terms of time? Yeah, I would say it's pretty much across the board about the same. Mm -hmm. Present the bill and then try to get your colleagues to support it. Yeah. Uh, what was your proudest moment as a legislator? Well, I don't, I can't pick one particular thing out, to be honest okay. with you. Sure. Okay, that's I fine. just, you know, was honored to be able to serve and yeah, yeah, represent the people out here. And, yeah, that's great. And I got a lot of compliments from, especially on that architectural bill for schools. You know, mm -hmm. to help save money. Yeah. A lot of Democrats that say that's the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. But it takes a lot of money to promote that in the public. Yeah. Generally speaking. Yeah. yeah. And to, to get ideas out. And, a lot of yeah pieces of that puzzle. Mm -hmm. Yep, because I had specifics. You know, this is what it is, and uh, there wasn't any doubt where I stood on the thing, and, mm -hmm. and tried to point out what it would do. But it, again, it takes a lot of money to promote any idea. Yes. Yeah. What was the biggest hurdle for you during your time in office? Yeah, I didn't find it was difficult for okay. anything that I did. Yeah. It was just kind of routine. and Sure. Okay. Uh, what, in your opinion, is the most important work for the Indiana General Assembly? The important work for? For the, like, the most important job uh, of the Indiana General Assembly. Well, to maintain the finances of the state, which yep. they're doing, a, we've got surplus and mm -hmm. they're doing a phenomenal job now, as we did too. Yeah. So, what's the debt and the spending? Sure. Yeah, so okay. That, I mean, anything that you can do to have balanced budgets, and of course, of course. we have to have in Indiana, that's the statute. Yeah. Constitutional. Yeah. In the state constitution, not going in debt. Right. After we went broke over the canal projects back in the yeah, I yeah, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, state went broke. Yeah, 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 that yeah. That's like California. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're below broke. Mm-hmm. Illinois is in about the same shape. Yeah, mismanagement. Yeah. Yep, a lot of big spenders in those areas, and uh, this country is not far behind because you take in the 20 trillion range, that's an awful lot of money. 
Yeah, that, that is a lot. Yeah. We're, we're, we have a huge economy and all, but uh, you know, nobody's above going broke. Right, yeah. It's Even not, the United States of well, America. Right. That's right. Just look at history, you know. It's, that's uh, right. It's yeah. happened before. No one's immune to, to disasters. So. So, and we got an opportunity growing in our economy and stopping some of these trade deals that have been so one-sided mm -hmm. that really put the United States at a big disadvantage. Sure. Uh, you know, you're talking tr Trump's brought in billions, hundreds of billions of dollars just on the tariffs with China and so mm -hmm. on to get it more equitable, you know. Yeah. We can't afford to rebuild the economies of all these countries, which we right. pretty well did that with China. Yeah, yeah. Yep. A lot of, lot of foreign aid. It's yeah, we've got to look after our welfare first. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be able to help people when they really get in trouble. Sure, sure. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> How would you summarize your time overall as a state legislator? Well, it's, it's a lot of work. You know, you drive, stayed here. I didn't stay down there. Mm -hmm. So that's an hour drive, you know, from yeah. back in those, that's before Interstate 69. Yeah, yeah. And it was partially built. But that's a big problem, too, is maintaining our roads and all. And it's a mm -hmm. big expense in this part of the world. Yep. Freeze and thaws, and we're going to have a big freeze in the next few days. Yeah, yeah. that's hard on pavement. Oh yeah, yeah, to get chopped yeah. up. Yeah. yeah, Purdue's got to get in gear and get some engineering going on <laughs> how to keep and maintain these roads. Yeah, which yeah. is a responsibility of the legislature. Oh yeah, beyond. definitely. Yeah, yep. The right hire the right people. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite story or anecdote from your time as a legislator? No, not really. This, I mean, I've related some of the bad things, you know, about throwing out my mailings and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Just truly dishonest stuff. Yeah. No, not, I don't have any big anecdote things, stories to tell. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Interesting and... Again, that's been a long time ago. Right, of course. Uh, what lessons, if any, did you learn from your time there? Well, you know, honesty pays. Mm-hmm. You know, straight shooter. Yeah, yeah. I want you to hear Pence's comments. And yeah, that'll be good, yeah. Your, your word has to be your bond. Yeah, And sure. that's not true with the National Congress, and which is really frightening. Mm-hmm. I mean, these characters, like my friend Dan Burton. Yeah. Tell them what you want them to hear and, and, do, yeah. what, and do what you want. I said, yeah. Dan, that's dishonest. Yeah. Now nah, it's politics. Yeah, a lot. Quote, unquote. Yeah. I remember that. That's managed to stay in office and get reelected many times, so. Mm hmm. If you want to call that success. Sure. It'd be interesting for you to catch him, interview him. I, I would like to. I, I've, I reached out to him, I talked to him over the phone once, and then um, I wasn't able to reach him again after that. So I was able to send him some information, but I haven't been able to reconnect since. Well, this is not going to do him any good. He's got a cush retirement, believe me. Uh -huh. You wouldn't believe what those guys get. Yeah. Probably makes more now than he made with his congressman. Wow. Not just him, all of them. Yeah. Wow. Oh, it's a. I remember when 
the United States Congress became a billion dollar expenditure. Mm -hmm. Not too many years ago. And yeah. Before that, it was fairly reasonable. Sure. But I mean, it's gotten so far out of hand, it's pathetic. Wow. That's why term limits is an absolute, but you'll never get those camp clowns to vote for term limits. Yeah, that's, that's a tough proposition. Well, there. look at all of them that go in, just average people mm -hmm. making, you know, 40, 50,000 bucks a year, come out multi-millionaire. Yeah, yeah. Hazard, or in jail. Yeah. Is he the Republican Speaker of the House? Is he still in prison or, you know, on his real estate deals? Yeah. Dennis Hatcher. Where are you from? I'm from Kansas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know Bob Dole pretty well. Yeah, Bob Dole, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I got pictures of him down here. Wow, okay. The old WW2 guy. Yeah. That's the guys that trained me in my military. Wow, okay. See, I was for about 10 years after the Second War. Yeah. So the veterans that stayed in were, were taught us young guys. Sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, they come out, you know, multi-millionaires. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm a, I'm a commodity trader on Chicago Board of Trade. I trade futures up there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Oh Hillary, she <laughs> never lost anything, you know, trading mm. cattle futures. Mm. I mean, pure dishonest. Mm. Crooked. Just just like robbing a bank. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's interesting, yeah. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Yeah, the ethics are very, very stringent on uh, the people that are floor brokers like me. Mm -hmm. I mean you're if there's a mistake made, you're guilty and you have to prove you're not guilty, regardless of what happens. Yeah. That's, a, that's the rule. Right, of course. And that's where your words, your bond up there. Yeah. Of course, now it's electronic. You have to hit the wrong button, you're That's right. <laughs> yeah. But used to it was, you know, hand signals and all that stuff. Sure. Did you have any regrets as a legislator? Not really, just that I couldn't get more done. Yeah, yeah. But it's so. just, I wasn't cut out, I guess, to be for the, I'd probably be more bored in, in the Congress if I'd ever got elected to that. Sure. I mean, it just frustrated. You know all the needs that need to be addressed. Yeah. And then not be able to get it done. Right. Because the petty bickering and that kind of thing. Yeah. But that's the nature of our system. Yeah, yeah. So you have to know that going in. Sure. If you don't want to do it, don't run. Uh, what advice would you give to future legislators or even current legislators? Well, just like I say, be be honest and no politics is not an excuse to be dishonest. Yeah. And tell somebody something, you know, do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's Makes basically sense. what I'd tell them to do. Yeah. Just basic fundamental common decency. <laughs> sure, yeah. How has the state of Indiana changed over the course of your lifetime? The Indiana? Mm -hmm. Well, they've gone professional legislature. Mm -hmm. That's a, a bad thing in my book. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see judges elected instead of appointed. And, you know, we get a vote. 
yes or no on them. Mm -hmm. But right. I, I didn't go for that. And I certainly didn't go for annual sessions. Mm -hmm. You know, I like to see. They, they call that antiquated, I guess, or old-fashioned to meet like we used to. Sure. But uh, there's always ways. You know, you've got administrators, uh, administ people who administrate the highway department and do all oversee all those things. You put the right people in. Yeah. You don't have to have a bunch of politicians butting in all the time. Sure. Sure. Hire good people and let them get it done. Yeah. Matter of fact, politics impedes it a lot of times. Yeah, that's that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Slows it down. Yeah. I can't believe the complex they got down there now. You know the yeah. buildings and yeah. how, how it's built up around. Yeah, it is. It's a, just yeah. like the federal government. It is pretty impressive. Yeah, it's um, yeah. it's it's a lot bigger than the one I've seen in Kansas, for example. So. Spent a lot of money and. They're not have a, the federal government is not a good example. Mm -hmm. It's a way to run the state. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Um, how has the, well, I guess you've already kind of answered that one. Do you think politics has changed much over time in Indiana? Mm, not really. I think it's okay. Still basically, you know, there's a lot of good people that want to get involved and do something. And yeah. Just like our recent election here in the city of Muncie. Mm -hmm. you know, I just hated to see Dennis get into the trouble he got into. Yeah. Of course, he hadn't had a trial yet, but it don't, doesn't look good. Sure. So, but that Muncie's got a history of that, speaking about the local stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. And. Uh, yeah, I've known all these mayors, and matter of fact, most of them have been out here for dinner time or two at my house. Yeah, okay. But Democrat and Republican. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I stay in touch with them. That's great, okay. Um, but yeah, the community needs all the support it can get, and they do too. It's a big job. Yeah. Even at the local level, you know. But sure. A lot of responsibility. Uh, what, if any, enduring qualities do Hoosiers still have or hold dear? Relative to what? I guess, uh, what do you think is, is something about people from Indiana that has, that really hasn't changed much over time? Oh, that's true, yeah, they're the, really the backbone of the country, the whole Midwest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're part of the world. Mm-hmm. And I've known people all over, and it's uh, yeah, you can believe what they say, and they mm -hmm. say what they believe, and uh, just basic honesty. Yeah. Okay. Is the bottom line. Yeah. Basic biblical principles, you know, that's what mm -hmm. the country was founded on. Sure. It's all through the Constitution, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you got to have a good book of rules, and we got one if we'd follow it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What do you want Hoosiers to know about their role in, in relation to the function of the General Assembly? Well, it's uh, one that I think that's gotten too large, number one, by having mm -hmm. full-time legislators. Yeah. I mean, there isn't that much going on, that hasn't always gone on in this part of the world. Right, right. That we couldn't be done with less expense. 
Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. And so, what would you want like the public to do to to make things uh, to sh you know show their role in the legislative process? Well, stay involved. Make sure you vote and mm -hmm. stay in contact with your representatives and yeah. senators, whoever they are, even sure. city people. And that's why I'm very involved with uh, all the elected officials. And yeah, okay. Most people care less, you know, unless they've got some personal thing to yeah. the grind, so to speak. Yep. Yeah, that happens. Stay involved and uh, be aware of what's really going on. Mm -hmm. Because we're all on this boat together, and yeah. uh, government is very necessary and very. And our form of government's been the most successful the world's ever known. Yeah, yeah. The representative uh, republic. Yes. And, uh, I mean, yeah, and that's amazing. why I'm so yeah. concerned about agencies like the secret, the, the, the uh, FBI, and mm -hmm. all of the foreign mm -hmm. intelligence services that we have in this country. Mm -hmm. being corrupted by politics mm -hmm. and agendas. It's like the news media. That's right. really a mm -hmm. tragedy in my view. I think sure. we ought to get that. Yeah. You want things to be nonpartisan. Yeah. Nope. Get be yeah, truly nonpartisan. Yeah. I mean everybody's got an opinion, but that if you're in the news business, mm -hmm. report the news. Right. Right. Period. Yeah, it is amazing yeah, how many opinion pieces now dominate oh, yeah. the news. Hey, yeah. that's what an editorial page is for. Yeah. I don't object to editorializing. That's mm -hmm. fine. That's yeah. a very important function of the press. Mm -hmm. But yeah. uh, they don't editorialize in a news story. Yeah, it's, it's become mostly just opinions, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the bad part of it. Um, let's see. So. That's pretty much all the questions that I have. Do you have anything else you want to add? No. Okay. I always would after the fact, but yeah. not off the top of my head. I'll get, uh, if I get busy and take enough time off from hanging around the farm mm -hmm. and start doing my, I'll show you my material. You yeah. wouldn't believe it. That'd be great. Sort of, I've got, yeah. You know, all right, well. Lots and lots of stuff. I'll go ahead and turn off the recordings. Yeah, set that thing on.